Good morning, witches. This is the Witch Daily Show, coming to you from New Orleans, with host Tanya Brown. Our episodes span about 20 minutes long to give you just a little pop of magic. So, tune in, take a deep breath, and enjoy. Good morning. It is September 8th, 2023. It is Friday. I am Tanya, and this is the Witch Daily Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Grow Your Own Optimist. So let's get your day going with a little magic. Our quote of the day is Devote a day to something so daring, even when you can't believe you're doing it. And I agree. I agree. Devote today to something so daring you can't even believe you're doing it. I love those those moments. Have you had those moments where you're just like, wow, I'm doing this thing that like I've always wanted to do and something I really try to instill in my friends because sometimes we have such a go, 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 go mentality that once we've reached like this goal that we've wanted for so long, we've sometimes just forget to like celebrate that goal and it's just it's just if we don't if we don't stop and go wow I 10 years ago I would have given anything to have this you know when when we don't do that uh we'll never be satisfied right so yeah anyways we are skipping tea this week instead I'm in the woods so I'm going to tell you this things I eat in the woods. No one asked for this, but um, I already talked about my little homemade HelloFresh kits. They would not appreciate that, I'm sure. Um, my little coffee, my special little beverage, um, my little treats. So I like to have little treats when I go to the woods. And um, I think my the perfect little treat are for uh, Ferrero Rocher's. Or if you've seen that girl on TikTok for uh, Ferrero Rochers. And I just think they're delicious. And I like them because it's a little activity. Because if you eat it very carefully and you eat it one layer at a time, it's just a lot of fun. My favorite's the dark chocolate ones. Um, I can never find just a big bunch of those alone. Maybe if I go to their website. But anyways, I love them. I kind of eat the white chocolate ones as like the broccoli before dessert. I'm like, I'll eat the white chocolate, but I'm here for the dark chocolate. Um, But those are my little treats that I take to the woods. Okay. So let's move into some headlines. This comes to us from theconversation.com. Witchcraft has become a multi-billion dollar business. Wow. Practitioners' connection to the natural world is changing. Oof. That's insane. Okay, let's see what it says. Witches, Wiccans, and contemporary pagans see divinity in trees, streams, plants, and animals. Most pagans view the earth as the goddess with a body that humans must care for in which they gain emotional, spiritual, and physical sustenance. 
So paganism, um, I'm not going to go over the definition. We know. Um, so yeah, witchcraft has become a, a business, which I mean, I see it. Um, and it's due to the surge in popularity, which we see like every good 25 to 30 years this happens. Um, and personally, I think it's because people are unsatisfied, right? And they feel powerless. And if you know your witch history, you will find that every time people feel very, very powerless, there is a resurgence in witchcraft because witch because witchcraft has always been always. This is what like I get really riled up when people try to say that like um, witchcraft isn't political or it has nothing to do with activism. It has everything to do with activism. Everything. If you look at uh, witch folk magic, folk magic has always existed to give the powerless power period period right so you know when we have a guest on which we're going to have one soon phyllis Kurat's going to come on and she's going to talk to us about activism she's a very um big name in that sphere that's why right so that's why we're feeling it now we have a lot of unrest and this is what happens people want to feel not so powerless. So commercialization started in the 1980s uh, with the sale of how-to books on Wicca. And then by the 90s, commercialization was occurring more quickly. So even in the early, less commercial days of witchcraft, there was always objects that were bought at shops like candles, incense, fabric, etc., Many were inexpensive, as one of the witches, who was a member of the first coven I studied in the 1980s, proudly told me. One of the things that drew her to the religion is that it required she spend almost no money, which I still agree with. I'm going to be honest. I spend almost no money on my craft. Almost none. Like, I'm going to be very transparent with you guys and just talk finances. Um... My personal, like the stuff I don't really talk about, my personal practice, my personal magic requires me to buy, I would say, a bath bomb that I like to use for my cleanse, my pre-ritual cleansing bath, a uh, special perfume I buy for my rituals. I've had the same bottle for five years now because I only use it for ritual. I want to say it cost me maybe $20 and it's lasted me five years. I do like some cleansing herbs. I've been using the same cleansing stick for a few years now because I don't go ham with it. I, I, I'm i very conservative with it. Um, and a few candles here or there, but I'm not even picky with my candles. I'll use whatever I have lying around. So I I would argue that witchcraft is still very inexpensive, right? In my personal opinion, what people spend money on uh, is the is what everyone is spending money on these days, right? The creator content of it all, right? The Instagram witch who posts these immaculate, un unattainable ritual photos. Um, you know, maybe she sells a table like a ritual uh cloth right and you're like oh if, if i buy that cloth i'll my 
my ritual will look like Instagram, you know? And, like, that's just what our current commerce looks like now, if we notice. Um, For example, I sell tea, right? Uh, I do try the best I can to create um, a low price. Sorry about the alert. Um, But, yeah, I would argue this isn't a witch problem. This is just a... uh, commercial like a commerce problem uh i don't think people are necessarily spending more money on witchcraft i think people are just spending more money on um this unattainableness of social media does that make sense i think that's kind of what i'm trying to say anyways that's my take (laughs) which no one asked for all right witches i'm gonna throw this over to our moon correspondent and after this break Uh, We will talk more. Hello to all of my astro friends. This is Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, coming at you with your daily moon mantra for Friday, September 8th. The waning crescent moon moves from the long threads of Gemini to the loving arms of Cancer today. Here, the moon trines Saturn. Saturn is currently retrograde in Pisces, and we are restructuring our dreams and aspirations. Saturn is in the process of making dreams come true, and that process can be grueling. The retrograde has us going back over the plans we've already laid and is asking us to seal up cracks and stabilize beams. The trine to the moon is helping us to do this with empathy towards ourselves. Yes, we've made some mistakes here and there, but we are human, and that's how it works. Your daily moon mantra is, Honesty is the fastest way to prevent a mistake from turning into a failure. This has been your Daily Moon Mantra with Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, signing off and reminding you that you are in charge of your own destiny. From the pages of Which Way magazine comes a new collection of stories by longtime fiction contributor Olivia Blake called Grow Your Own Optimist. Featuring a never-before-seen short story, Grow Your Own Optimist is often romantic, occasionally satirical, and always unexpected. These surprising tales of demons, devil's advocates, dystopia, and dating remind us that there is magic to be found in the dark places. Olive Blake is a New York Times best-selling author of The Atlas Six and several other books, including the Which Way anthology, The Answer You Are Looking For Is Yes, and the novella La Petite Mort. She lives in Los Angeles with her husband, Goblin Prince Toddler, and Rescue Pitbull. Find the new anthology series, Grow Your Own Optimist, by Olive Blake, wherever books are sold. All right, we are back. So, I'm going to correct myself. I will say something else that I think, that I have spent money on, is readings. I love to get, even though I'm very lucky, I am personal friends with who I believe are some of the best readers in the world. Um, however, I really like to get readings by strangers. That's my favorite thing to do. I want to get a reading by someone who doesn't know me very well, who doesn't have the bias, who doesn't know everything that's going on, who doesn't have their own feelings about that person and that thing. So I will spend, um, decent money on readings and I'm very proud to, like, I think I get a reading once every few months and it's money well spent. I like that it goes right into the pocket of another witch and like that $50 could, um, 
you know, pay for their weekend road trip or uh, their dinner out with friends. Like, I, I like that. That feels good to me. I love paying for readings and I love getting readings uh, from, from strangers, from stranger witches. So how, how do I find stranger witches, one may ask? Um, I love like walking into a shop where I like don't think anyone knows me. <laughs> Uh, cause that has happened, uh, where they're like, you look familiar or like your voice sounds familiar. Um, but I'll go into shops and like get a reading there. Or if I'm at like a convention or something, I'll get readings there. I always try to just go to people who don't know me. So that is something I do spend money on. But again, I get a reading maybe once every three, four months spends 50 to 80 bucks and then i i know it's going into the pocket of like another witch and i i like that i like supporting directly that's my thing i like supporting directly uh versus corporations so i try not to buy witch stuff from like you know like i don't want to like name any corporations but you know you i i don't want to buy the over commercialized witch kit from like anthropology or like you know the sage candle bundle from Ulta or whatever like that I avoid because that's not going that money's just going into the void right I love spending money with people face to face which reminds me I need to post on Facebook about our um like which is our podcast which businesses like small business for the holidays i love doing that and I, I always try to buy stuff um oh and speaking of we are looking for a sponsor for our christmas variety show uh we have opened up uh you know holiday advertising which we always do just for our podcast listeners so they can kind of promote their businesses but we are looking for a our annual christmas variety show sponsor and all of that money Every like cent from that episode of that ad is going to go towards um, a charity that I will talk about on November 1st. I already picked it out. I'm very excited about this. Um, but just a heads up, if that's something you might be interested in, just head on to our website. I'm currently in the middle of revamping the website, uh, but it's witchdailyshow.com. And uh, if that interests you, you can go take a look. Okay. So it is Friday. So what does Friday mean? Friday means that it's Encyclopedia Day. <laughs> I love that people like this because I feel like a big old nerd. Um, okay, so I'm putting the pages. Oh, for those of you who don't know, every Friday I like to pull out one of my ancient copies. Anyone from the 80s right now is cringing. My ancient copies of Encyclopedia of Occultism and Parapsychology. And I like to have a random generator pull up a page and we see if there's anything good in it. And we learn something together. Sometimes it's weird. Sometimes it gets me super fascinated with stuff. Um, okay, so 972. Let's see if there's anything good there. I hope so. Let's see. All right. Julian Orchowitz. Julian O. Churowitz. 
Petro is. Julian. Let's learn about Julian. Let's see what he did. Why is he in this book? So Julian was a lecturer in psychology at the University of Limburg, co-director from 1907 to the Institute Central of Psychology of Paris, distinguished uh, cyclical researcher. He was born in Poland in 1850 and was educated at the University of Warsaw. The famous medium Palladino was his guest from November 1893 until 1894 in Warsaw. His conclusions did not favor the spirit hypothesis, and he expressed his conviction that the phenomena was due to a fluid action and were performed at the expense of the medium's own powers. And those of the persons, wow, of those of the persons present, the hypothesis that for the greater part of the phenomena, a fluid double can, under certain conditions, detach itself and act independently of the body of the medium appear to him to be necessary. So that's interesting. So basically, uh, what I believe they're saying is that Julian was a researcher trying to research mediums, and he had this guest for a very long time. Not a long time. I'm sorry. One, three months. All right. He he studied this medium, a famous medium, Palladino, for three months, and he was basically like, we're going to figure out this whole medium thing. And so he's not saying he doesn't believe in it, but what he believes, this doctor is that, or the psychologist, he believes that when you do a medium session, you're taking almost like the life essence of the medium and the people present to force the event or the spirit event. After the exposure of the medium's cheating in seances in Cambridge, he came to the defense of his friend Palladino and offered very plausible reasons for her constant attempt to free her hands. He condemned the method employed at Cambridge as a blundering one. Oh, look at him sticking up for his medium friend. The mediumship uh, of Mademoiselle Tomsic was discovered by Dr. Julian. He uh, His experiments with her were very important, and he achieved conspicuous success in psychic photography. Having photographed an, uh, basically like an ethereal hand on a film. Wow. Yeah. He, like, captured a ghost hand. For this in 1911, the phantom hand photograph he took he was actually awarded a prize of 1000 francs from the committee of this is in french i'm doing my best to translate from the committee for technical photography a similar prize was awarded to him by the academy of science of paris he was an honorary member of the society for Psychic Research in London, the American Society for Psychic Research, and other societies in Hungary and Germany. He was author of over a hundred books, papers, and articles on psychology, philosophy, 
and psychic research. His books included Media Mystic Phenomena, 1913, Psychology and Medicine, 1916, and his articles in the journal um, Annals de Science Psychic, so I guess um, Psychic Science, included, sorry, this is all in French, the question de la fraude dans l'experience. Oh, so um, basically questioning the fraudulent medium experiences is what he looked into. And a nouveau phenomenon, medium, the new phenomenons of mediumship. Wow, that's really fascinating. What a cool dude. That's like, honestly, if I like lived back then, my dream would just be to like study psychics and mediums. It seemed like a good time. You know? Anyways, witches. That was our good friend, Dr. Julian. Okay, so we are wrapping up this episode of the Witch Daily Show. And we are skipping card pull today because uh, I'm doing this episode in kind of a hurry. Um, but I do want to give a shout out to Alina Miltzer. Alina, you pretty fair werewolf. That's so cute. Jess Jensen, you avant-garde badass kitten. Kristen Northcutt, you talented, powerful banshee. And Callisto Lowry, you scholarly, rule-breaking muskox. Thank you for so much for being Patreon supporters. I really, really appreciate it. And that's it. Uh, that's all I've got for you today. So don't forget any books, decks, headlines, sources. Anything we reference today can be found in the podcast episode description or witchpod.com. And we will talk again tomorrow. Witches, we hope you have a wonderful day full of joy and gentleness and confidence. Links for this week's episodes, our website, Patreon, along with a free daily card pull can be found at witchpod.com. One stop for everything we talk about. Now, take one more deep breath and have a great day.